Hey, it's Kim and Jen, and you're listening to Inebriated Input. In a sec, you'll hear our regularly scheduled episode with all of our amazing advice and drunken hijinks. But first, we wanted to share another cool podcast with you. Hello, tipsters. This is Melissa Morgan, the host of Just the Tipsters, America's favorite true crime podcast, because people are awful and kill each other. Hi, tipsters. This is Melissa Morgan, host of Just the Tipsters, America's favorite true crime podcast. Have you ever wanted to kill someone? Hey, yo, tipsters. This is Melissa Morgan, host of America's favorite true crime podcast, Just the Tipsters. And what makes Just the Tipsters America's favorite true crime podcast? It's because I said so. That's why. That's okay, right? I can say that. I mean, guard! Just the Tipsters with Melissa Morgan is available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, YouTube, Stitcher, the Radio.com app, and wherever pods are cast. Subscribe, rate, review. You'll be glad you did. Before we begin, remember, we are not medical professionals or lawyers or the like. We just like to tell people what they should do in their life. Also, we're drinking a lot. So take everything we say with a grain of salt and a lime wedge and a shot of tequila. Um, it's ridiculously nice out here, so I am out on my patio to record. I'm... Oh, I hit the wrong button. Sorry. <laughs> Go ahead. It's okay. <laughs> Go ahead. Uh, I am a little worried because I'm using my Apple headphones, and I know that sometimes we've had issues with that with guests using them, but I'm hoping uh, that it's going to be okay because I just oh, can't look at resist you. it. I can't yeah, resist. Oh my gosh. The sun is shining. Oh it my is. gosh, it looks beautiful. We had beautiful. a high of 62 today. Uh-huh. So, and my patio is like um, westward facing, so the sun is beaming straight into my eyeballs, which is why I'm wearing sunglasses. <laughs> you don't got eyeballs. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you're eyeballless. I, I, I can see your plants in your window. Yes. They look yeah. great. Thanks. Thanks. Look, They're look somehow patio. That's so sweet. Yeah. I got the dogs yeah. out here. They were inside, but they were I could hear them whining through the door because uh-huh. I was out here and they wanted to be by me. So they're both on, like on their chains and Jocko's like sitting in a chair next to me, just staring <laughs> at the squirrels. So there are kids some kids playing basketball, so you may be able to hear that and some other outdoor noises. But you know, it's all okay. about ambiance, right? Yeah, there. you know what? Sometimes you got to do what you got to do. And it was so nice out. I couldn't. I was inside gosh. all day working. And No, it looks nice. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. It's going to get cold again Thursday. Uh, but today, high of 62. I'm so mad because it's Tuesday. The Tuesday before this episode goes out. I've done no editing, by the way. But um, so I was like, oh, it's so nice out, of course, on a Tuesday while I'm working. But... <laughs> Saturday, it's supposed to be 35 and like spitting snow and sleet all day. And I was like, that's rude. 
weather. Yeah, it's rude. That's rude. Yeah. So rude. Oh, what's your weather like? It is cold. Okay. It's it's in the twenties mostly, and Burr. the sun shines, so it almost gets kind of warm. And then um, <laughs> we didn't get as much snow as the rest of the Mid East to New York got. Yes. Got maybe an inch or so. Okay. okay. Um. Paxitani, what's his face? Yes, came I out. haven't even looked. I didn't even pay attention. What happened? Did it, he so? Did he, he he. It's six more weeks of winter, so. So he saw his shadow, or he didn't see his shadow. I knew you were going to ask me that question. I can't keep him I straight. Think he did, saw his shadow, and it okay. scares him. I think that's what that means. So it he scares him back sh- into yeah. It scares him back into the hole or whatever. And so he's in there for another. Is that how that works? I don't ever I, understand that. I'm gonna say I'm not gonna Google it. I'm gonna say that's how that works. Okay, perfect. I like it. <laughs> that's how it works. See, he sees his shadow. He gets scared. He goes back into his little hovel, and for six more weeks. That makes sense. <sighs> what What's new? What's, there's so many new things, Kimberly. I really? got so much to tell you. Yes. Okay. I, so I watched television. Yes. And then a new neighbor came in next door. Okay. I watched I watched more oh, television. Yes. I baked watch- some. Oh, you baked? I, I did. I baked some cookies. And then I ate most of them, even though I intended to give most of them away. I ate most of them. To your new them. neighbor? Yeah. Uh-huh. And then I uh, watched more television. I, I, I made noodles from scratch. Very oh, exciting. Ooh. I made noodles from scratch. First time I've ever done that. And they came out all right, out all right. Then I watched more television, and then I made pancakes, and they did not come out all right. Though they were, it was way too much salt in the recipe. It was not my fault. It was the pancakes' fault. And then, uh, what else? I have a list. I'm going through a list here. Got it. Got I, it. I, I watched more television. You do and, have a list, <laughs> like literally in a notebook. Yeah, and then. I, I uh, made chili, the best chili I have ever made. It was, Ooh. uh, God, was it was recipe amazing. Or did you just like, just... I just kind of put it together and I usually use yes. a crock pot and I didn't do it this time. I used just okay. a big pan and yeah. it was amazing. Yum. Oh my God. It was amazing. And then, um, now I want chili. Oh, it's so, oh, you're going to want chili this weekend. Yeah, you're right. I can make it on Saturday. Yeah. Look at you. I know. I'm a planner now. I'm a planner. Nice. Um, I have not done a meal plan for this week. I usually do. <laughs> I don't. I don't, actually. I never. I had burrito, frozen burritos today. Um, <laughs> uh, Sophie, the cat who was staying with me, the senior kitty who was staying with me, yeah. has gone. She's she's passed on. <gasps> oh, to, I'm... She's passed on to her previous owner. So Shut she's, up. She's Shut like... up. You bitch. <laughs> I was like, you just sound too happy about this. I don't understand. <laughs> so she's back from Spain. Is what yeah, you're saying. So, yeah, so she's back from Spain. And my little list I have, she passed on dot, dot, dot. <laughs> I like that you planned your joke out. I planned my joke out. <laughs> <laughs> is that it? Is that the last yeah, one? Yeah, that's my list. That's my list. Have you watched Offspring yet? Yes, I did. I did. I watched about a season of it. Okay. And then my friend came over and I showed her the first episode. Now I have to rewatch it and we're yes. going to continue watching it. So yes. she enjoyed it. Yeah. It's Isn't it fun? I'm in mm-hmm. season seven right now. 
um, what did they say today on on Offspring that was so funny? Oh, it, I just it was I loved it. They both the sisters were stressing. One sister, so Nina, the one that's like kind of the focus, was like stressing, and she called Billy, and <laughs> Billy goes, "What do we do when we're stressed?" They're both stressed, hmm. and she goes, "What do we do when we're stressed?" And Nina goes, "Eat," and B- Billy goes, "No." We bring out our secret weapon, and Nina goes, wine? <laughs> and she goes, no, our best selves. We bring out our best selves, but I just love that. We bring out our secret weapon. Wine? <laughs> <laughs> that would be my answer. Exactly. <laughs> cool. I am watching this. So during the day, I watch a background show while I'm doing right, work. Right, right. Oh, so and I've been watching... that is my background show. Yeah, yeah, right? <laughs> I've been watching this paranormal show called, uh, yeah. what was it? Paranormal Witness. Okay. There's another version of it that's Paranormal Survivor, which I like the, the storytelling better. Ooh, but okay. uh, uh, Paranormal Witness is obviously like ghost stories, like yeah. supposedly real life ghost stories. And so, and I'm entertained by those. But uh, there's, a, it's just like the, 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 tell, the storytelling has, it, it's obviously got like a template. Like it's the same kind of, framework so you can have that in the background but like there's some really funny clips in there because they'll be like i'm the man of the house i have to save everybody i'm responsible for everybody and then the next scene is him going into a dark hallway with a bat over his shoulder to kill the ghost um but in an episode i just watched the his wife they're in a haunted house and his wife looks into the window and she sees the reflection of a monster in the window and she goes to tell her husband and her husband's like well maybe that was just your reflection and i'm like oh that is so good <laughs> and he didn't mean it that way but I'm like, that was mean <laughs> like he'd rather insult his wife than believe in ghosts <laughs> like he's not getting anything tonight <laughs> oh that's hilarious <laughs> that's my that's my joy right now is terrible ghost stories. <laughs> okay, okay. How about uh, you? Let's see what's new with me. I took an acting for the camera workshop last night. Ooh! It was all about speaking directly to the camera, like you do in commercials, because okay. it's, it was a Zoom class. Like, so okay. what else were they going to do? It was. Yeah. It was okay. I don't know. Uh, okay. We had, like, a script that I didn't have chance to memorize. They sent it Friday, and I just, like, didn't memorize it over the weekend. So then I was, like, working, like, like reading it, and they were like, oh. So I felt like a jerk. But um, I now have it memorized, of course. Yes. Saturday, we recorded the first two scenes of my digital show I'm working on right now, the digital play. Uh, that we're gonna, That's who is going to be our next guest on. She wrote oh, okay. it and is directing it. So we recorded that. And we're recording the other two scenes um, on Friday, and then we'll be done with that. Yeah, cool beans. Yeah. And I don't know. Got some freelance work right now going on. Otherwise, nothing, really. I'm reading again. I started reading the Kashiel's Dart Trilogy again. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, so. sometimes you have to read something you've read a billion times to get yourself in the yeah, reading yeah. groove again. Yeah. And I read a cozy mystery, which makes me want to die every time I read them. But it's a, 
It's so weird how many. I only just found out that's what they were called because I was like at the bookstore. We were like in the mystery section, and it's just shelves and shelves and shelves of mysteries based around cat sidekicks and baking cakes. Or making tea, usually a small business run by a woman who is somehow implicated in this murder that happened, and so she has to butt into the uh, into the investigation to clear her name. And of course, the lead detective is super hot, and there's sparks there. And so I read one of those oh. in like a day. Right. Right. Uh, yeah. So Chase was like, you just finished that book? And I was like, yeah, babe, it's it's just like fluff reading. Yeah, 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 yeah. No effort. Yeah. So. Um, but that's the kind of reading yeah. I'm doing right now. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I read uh, Elizabeth and Darcy, which is the next yeah. oh, uh, book okay. of, of uh, Mrs. Darcy, Darcy Takes a Wife. Yeah, yeah Darcy yes. Takes a Wife. It's Elizabeth and Darcy. and Yeah. Nice. Nice. Yeah, they're like, they're like, we're overhearing about Because every time you talk about it, I'm always just like, it's garbage. And they're like, Kim, stop being so mean. Jennifer, stop reading garbage. <laughs> you know, that's it's actually fairly well written, at least. It's not. Yeah, yeah. It's it's not like, there's some there's some terrible stuff out there. And this is at, at least fairly well written. Not like, we're not talking Hemingway here, but. Right, right. But mm. we're also not talking. Twilight. You're right, right, right. right. I, for, yeah. I forgot what I was trying. I, I, I knew what it was, and I couldn't think of the name or the author. Yeah, we're not talking Twilight. And so I was just like, that's why I read I the so first book, and I was like, I needed, I needed to get my life back for those that yes. four hours it took me to read that book. <laughs> <sighs> what are you drinking? Um, I'm drinking a beer right now. I've been oh. more on a beer kick lately. Um, so it is called Breakfast in Bed. It is a sour wheat ale, uh-huh. and it's brewed with strawberry, maple syrup, cinnamon, milk, sugar, and vanilla. My friend brought it to me when, because we watched her dog over the weekend, and it is so good. So it, good. Chase was it's like, it's okay. And I'm like, it's kind of amazing, yeah. It's, it is amazing. So whenever you come to visit next, we'll remember this one, uh-huh. and we'll get you some. Okay, okay. It's so good. I can't yeah. get over it. And then it's really cute if you look at the at the um, the graphic. Can you see uh-huh. it? So it's got like a pan with a pancake and some bacon and eggs and a strawberry. Oh, okay. It's, it's, oh, yeah, that is cute. I like the graphic. Yeah. It's adorbs. It's so good. Uh, what are you drinking? I am drinking an old-fashioned that came in a bottle. Like it came pre-mixed in a bottle. Nice. And it is kind of, it's good. Like it's it, good. it seems like. To have an old-fashioned, you have to have a couple of different alcohols in your... No, you don't. Well, you have to have bourbon and some one. stuff that I don't normally have. Okay, one. Whatever. A sugar cube and a wedge of lemon. That's it. What you There's something else. There's something else. In a traditional old-fashioned, there really isn't. Whatever. Okay. Well, <laughs> but I got it I'm pre-made. Not, I'm not judging on that aspect. I think that's great. Because it does... Like, sometimes there are those times where you even just, like... The idea of just making even that thing, like that basic one cocktail, and you're like, I can't, but I just don't want to drink just straight bourbon or vodka. There's something else in here. Come on, come on, come on. I'm sure there is in your bottle. Well, oh, yes. Yeah, no, I think thing. the traditional one isn't. It's just a sugar cube and bourbon, maybe a little bit of water and your ice. 
But I mean, it is one of those classics that is riffed on so much. Oh, and some bitters, you know, like some, like, so like Angostura bitters. or Yeah, bas basically you're right, yeah. Yeah. I, it's yeah. A, one of my cocktails in my repertoire that I, yeah. I did a couple years ago, I decided for the year I was going to master a cocktail each month. So that was mm -hmm. one of the ones. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're right. It's, not, it's really not that complicated. But I think, like, I think the bottle itself has a couple of different flavors in it. Probably, yeah. Yeah. And they had a Manhattan version, too. Nice. So, yeah. I Isn't like that those. one bourbon and vermouth? Yes. As the core? Yes. I don't know if I've ever had a Manhattan. I just know what's in it. Basically. Oh, I don't know if vermouth is in it. For some reason, okay. I thought it was vermouth, but I have no idea. I think, because that's the thing that, that my friend made me for our first episode that will never air. Yeah, that was <laughs> um, Oh, yeah, okay, so it's dry and sweet vermouth. Oh, so two vermouths. Uh -huh. That's a lot. Whiskey, Is it bourbon? Vermouth. Whiskey, okay. Whiskey, vermouth, yeah, yeah. Basically, yeah. Next anyway. time I come visit, he needs to make me one, too. Oh, my gosh, yes. Uh. Yeah. Okay. I've had many friend groups over the years, and I've never really felt close because I've always felt left out. I feel left out because when I try to participate in conversations, I'm ignored, or people barely respond to me. I also feel like there is always someone who dominates the conversation and I can't get a word in. I do recognize the effort made by some people to try to include me. After really realizing that I'm quiet or haven't said anything in a while, the rest of the but the rest of the group doesn't seem to have anything else to add or the talk nope that's not a complete sent thought dot 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 no that's right it, it is if you just read that whole thing just read it all in one it's like one person is talking to them but nobody else the rest of the group doesn't have anything else to add to that conversation um oh, okay so yeah. it's pulling it off again so it's just like a, a two on one-on-one -on -one conversation and they want the more involvement okay okay i'll try it again dot 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 <laughs> i i do recognize the effort made by some to try to include me after realizing that i'm quiet and haven't said anything in a while but the rest of the group doesn't seem to have anything else to add or the talkative ones just draw attention back to them i'm more of an introvert and the groups i make tend to consist of more introverts too i'm not even sure if it's me the group dynamic or just the talkative people? Any advice on what I can do? Signed, introvertedly shy. Um, this is dumb, but this is something that I have noticed personally. I it's so dumb. I Go am ahead. an extrovert, and I still feel. I this did way. what? You're an I extrovert. <laughs> What? I still feel this way, especially when I go out to a restaurant with a group of people, because I feel like I either sit on the end and then all the conversation is happening inward and I'm left out of all the conversations by being on the end of the table. Or I'm like, I'm not going to let that happen. So I sit in the middle and then all the conversations are in pods outside of me. So at like dinners, I sit there with no one to talk to. So my first thing is to recommend that when you're at a table at a restaurant with a group of friends, when this is possible to do again, thanks to COVID, <laughs> to sit 
to the left side of the table or to the right side of the table, but don't sit in the middle and don't sit at the very end because then you're going to be in the middle of these conversation pods that are happening and it's easier to participate. You know, I think that's a very workable, like, solution. Like, when you're in an eating situation, place yourself someplace where you can have a conversation with a smaller group. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's that's a good advice right there. That's just I'm so surprised at this advice giver. <laughs> I mean, it's a very, like, one specific uh, cat, like, it's only applicable yeah, in this very yeah. specific situation. But it's one way to help, at least in like, this situation. Because that's something, like, that bothers me and I notice mm-hmm. is that I frequently feel like I'm kind of left out of conversations during, mm-hmm. like, lunches and dinners. And it makes me sad. Mm-hmm. So I get it. I am a bit of an introvert. I, I like to say intro, extroverted introvert. I don't know. Would You're you an ambivert. Con- would you consider me an introvert or would you consider me an extrovert? God, I don't know. Yeah, see? I think that- you, yeah. So that I think the, like, there's the term ambivert, which is like qualities from both. And I think yeah. everyone like kind of falls in there, like most mm-hmm. people do. But there are definitely some that are like more to one, towards one yeah. end of the scale or the other. Uh, as a as and we COVID make a has podcast talking yeah. about our private lives. <laughs> Fair. Uh, yeah, yeah. COVID I, has made me more of an introvert in general. Mm-hmm. I can't be around other people than my husband for like like after an hour. I'm like I'm fucking exhausted. Get out. You like, do have to kind of train yourself for that. You yeah. like, like a marathon. You have to work your way up to yes. multi. Yeah. Oh God. What's Rhea so- saying? Okay, just a minute. Okay. <laughs> okay, so we're talking about um, introverts working, being, trying to be extroverted, right? Yeah, or really not cool. even, like, just, like, not even just being extroverted, but, like, just feeling more included. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. that's what, I mean, what all of humanity is, is really about feeling part of a, a tribe. Yes, we talked about that before, like when we had Marion on, she talked about like how dealing with jealousy and how that was a thing that, uh, like where that came from. But I think this like fear and hatred, it's not, it's not really a fear, but like hating that feeling of being left out, I mean, really comes from, I mean, I think it makes sense even if it didn't come from like a big cultural background, tribal sort of thing. It just really fucking sucks to feel left out. Yeah. Yeah, and you can kind of, I feel a little anger and frustration in this letter writer's right. language. And so I can, I can, I, like, I feel like the letter writer's taking things too personally. And yeah, I don't think it's like a malicious thing right. out against you, letter writer. Mm-hmm. I think it just happens in group settings. Yeah, yeah. So maybe one thing is connect individually with people. And then yes. you feel a little bit more... You get a little bit more out of that connection. If you can have right. that one-on-one connection with somebody, then you can have a continual conversation. They can Agreed. They can, um, it can be this nice back and forth. You can find different things that you're interested in. I mean, right. I don't have a lot of huge groups that I hang out with. As you get older, you don't have those high school groups that you hang, that you hang out with. Right. Um, so I have like three or, or four at the most groups that I hang out with. Like it's it's kind of part of you know, growing up. It's it's okay that you don't have an entire club of people to hang out with. For sure. Like and I will say like when I've talked about like tables at 
restaurants and that's that's things I see a lot like going out at work like co-workers and yes. stuff like that yeah 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 like that's the only like that's when you see those big groups in this type of such like situation or setting mm-hmm. um the other thing is like parties parties are difficult too because like there's so many but the thing about parties is I actually um this may be a direct quote from the book but I've actually never read the um F. Scott Fitzgerald. It has eyes on the, the Great cover. Gatsby. Yes, thank you. I've never read the gay, Great Gatsby, but I the saw gay the Gatsby. Leonardo... Were you going to say yeah. the Gay Gatsby? Yeah. I think I said the Gate. I missed the oh, R. Oh, I see. I see. Um, but I saw the Leonardo DiCaprio movie, which <laughs> wasn't good. It wasn't a good movie. The soundtrack was very good. Uh, but it was all modern music. I hate that when they put like modern music it, in like a period they piece. Did that, uh, tangent. They did that with Romeo and Juliet too. Yes, they did a lot of modern music and, and yeah, Leo that drives me that. nuts. They did with a nice tale. Like the, I did. They like did the a soundtrack lot. of that yeah. movie. Yeah. Yes, they did it with a Knight's Tale. Yeah. they did it with a lot of movies in the eighties. Like they had a lot of eighties yeah. music in these medieval set oh. movies. I hate that. Mm-hmm. It really takes you out of it. Mm-hmm. But um. There's the full soundtrack has these sound bites from the movies, and one of the things the one of the characters says is, "I hate small parties um, because there's no privacy in small parties." And the idea is that in yeah. larger parties, it's very, it's so much easier to have like one-on-one conversations with people amidst all of like the big stuff happening versus a party of eight or something. Two people can't be like talking exclusively for long yeah, periods yeah. of time without being noticed and thought through. Yeah. The party uh, provides background noise. Yes. But yeah. It's, yeah. It's, Again, that has nothing to do with this question. It's another right. tangent. Yeah. We keep tangenting on this because, yeah. It's a hard one to answer. Um, But I think what you said really is like, what? Therapy. Therapy. (laughs) (laughs) Well, maybe for the anger that might come from this. But like in social situations, really, it's like I feel like, like Jennifer said, like if you can make some of those more in like – like those deeper friendships with one or two other people, then you can even bring like like if you're at an event with one of them and you're feeling a little bit left out, you can see if they are too, and then you can be like you can have conversations that don't even have to do with what you're dealing with right mm-hmm. now. It could be calling back to the text conversation you had two days ago when you're like, "How is your mom doing?" Like and start conversations that way. Yeah, mm-hmm. you don't have to be the star of every conversation. Right. Which I feel a little bit of that is in this letter where he's like, everybody's kind of bogarting the conversation. Yeah. And, um, you know, you don't have to always participate in the conversation. You can be a listener. And and mm-hmm. that is a participation. Um, yeah. But I think... You can he, ask people questions about themselves so they can talk right. about themselves. They like that. People love to talk about themselves. Mm-hmm. And then... If you're at a party, you can yeah. uh, go to the kitchen and help with the food. Yeah. I do that one a oh lot, gosh. personally. Yeah, I think it like little things like that. I think would help our write, letter writer uh-huh. to kind of feel more part of the the environment. Yeah. I do that a lot at parties. Even though mm-hmm. I am an extrovert, extrovert, I uh, sometimes I feel awkward at parties. And so oh God, being yeah. able to put myself in charge of helping in the kitchen, mm-hmm. Jocko is dying behind me. <laughs> Sorry about that. Like coughing up a furball. I know dogs don't do that, but he's trying his best. Um. 
Yeah, I do that a lot in part, like smaller house parties when they happen. Again, haven't been to one in years, but her years it feels like <laughs> in at least a year now. Um, I help in the kitchen. I help the hostess get things ready. Host or hostess, yeah. like make yourself invaluable that way. And then especially like when you're kitchen serving people, like helping things, the, uh, someone's always going to talk to you there. And mm-hmm. yeah, it's just, I feel like there's there's a sense of performance in this yeah. letter like they feel like they have to perform have an audience be or they want to and they're not being able to yeah and and they self-describe themselves as an introvert and so mm-hmm. embrace that inclination yeah. be a for listener. sure be a listener and then you know if you're funny have little little jibes and like you don't yeah. always have to be performing or on. You can just... And I forgot about that, them describing themselves as an introvert. Mm-hmm. So, like, here's the thing. If part of, like, part of this could be, if you consider yourself an introvert, that you don't like these sorts of situations, and then, like, and that makes you feel left out even more, like they're not your favorite things, though, then don't go to them. Yeah, Find something that that's better for you. Have a meet up at the library or whatever, more one-on-one instead of group things. And then you eliminate that aspect, too, so you don't have that, like, mm-hmm. uncomfortableness and irritation. Yeah. You know, and as, as a self-described myself, as a self-described introvert slash extrovert, more introverted than extrovert. Like, I can be extrovert when I need to be. But um, I prefer smaller gatherings. I prefer one-on-one conversations or one or two mm-hmm. conversations. Like... It's just more comfortable. And why why should you force yourself into a group scenario when you're right. not comfortable? Like you're you right. And I didn't even... still making connections with people. And I didn't even think about that until you were like... And they described themselves as an introvert. And I was like, oh, yeah. Like, I know the world seems like it's set up more for extroverts and introverts feel mm-hmm. like they need to find the, like and insert themselves in even if it's not their strongest suit and they're not the most comfortable. But you don't have to buy into that. You can make your world what is more comfortable and a happy medium that meets your needs instead of trying to conform to somebody else's. I feel like there's a lot of self-acceptance now, especially with the millennial or the pre, the next generation after millennial. Like there's a lot of like, hey, this is the world that we live in and it's okay that we live in this world. Um, yeah. There's actually a meme out there that says everyone tells introverts to speak up, but no one tells mm-hmm. extroverts to shut up. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And so you don't need to try to fit in with extroverts yeah. if you don't want to. Mm-hmm. And if that's part, that could be part of feeling, what's fueling this irritation that we yeah. see in this letter too, is that you feel like you're constantly trying to fit in and not be true to how you feel because that's what society expects of you. Yeah. And you know what? Fuck society. Yeah. And that's kind of why I like the the next generation is that they're very forgiving. Um, like this yeah. is just, you live how you want to live. There are more and more open every, yeah, every year. I feel yeah. like like I feel like I have friends like in the past. Uh, like therapy was looked as a super shameful thing, and I feel like millennials have been like really uh, like super mm-hmm. open about it. And talking about how therapy is necessary and talking about how they use therapy and that makes it more socially acceptable and I think it's just getting pushed even more and even more and even more. I think that's oh, a good Oh yeah, thing. it's becoming much more acceptable Mainstream. than it was even just yeah. 10 years ago. Yeah. It, ten, it was a joke. It is a joke. I mean, yeah, it's still a punchline. But I still see I it still on Reddit. I still as a punchline. I'm like, my therapist what? told me that I should make yeah. more friends. Like, I still use it as punchline. But I think therapy right. is just... 
beyond awesome. If you can find the right person to talk to, it's beyond awesome. I still see it like on Reddit because I'm involved in Reddit and especially like in things like am I the asshole or the advice forms and I will comment things like, yeah, this is like, this sucks. This situation sucks, but like maybe going to a couples therapist would help you to decide where you wanted to place your boundaries with this family member. And someone was like, Jesus, it's just this. It doesn't like, it shouldn't need to get to therapy. And I, and I was just like, I can't deal anymore with this. And so someone else is like, you're playing it off like therapy is shameful. Mm-hmm. Like therapy can help anybody, everybody, yes. even just like help you with your communication term, skills. Yeah. Yes. Like you don't have to have something wrong with you to go to therapy. And, um, it can help you communicate boundaries and think boundaries. Are we going to do this boundaries. again? Boundaries. Drink. Drink. <laughs> yeah, we've, we've, uh, like my generation has made social or not like social media they've used social media to make therapy more acceptable and i think it's just going to get more and more open as people like as each new generation takes it and pushes it further and it's a good thing yes cheers to that cheers i've been talking to a guy that i'm rather fond of he's intelligent funny handsome etc The problem is whenever I'm around him, I get incredibly nervous. We haven't actually been on a date because of COVID, but I've asked him if he wants to go to dinner once it's safe to do so. However, when I do see him at work, which isn't often as we work in different departments, I get really panicky and I have a ton of anxiety and focus on work until he directly approaches me. Because I'm a crazy person, I try not to be, I can't tell if if that was a part of the last sentence or the next sentence? It I think it's matter. part of the previous sentence. She's okay. like, because I'm a crazy person. <laughs> Got it. Let's do it. Uh, however, when I do see him at work, which isn't often as we work in different departments, I get really panicky and I have a ton of anxiety and focus on worth unless, work unless he directly approaches me because I'm a crazy person. I try to put some of your, uh, your feelings yeah, I, I, I got that. <laughs> dot, dot, dot. Yeah. <laughs> I try not to be so nervous, but I like him a lot, and I'm kind of at a point with uh, a point with dating where I've decided I don't want to utilize old anymore. I don't know what that means. I'm sorry. I, maybe there's more context. Okay. I don't want to utilize old anymore. I might have anymore. deleted all the context. I don't know. Okay, go ahead. As far as people I know in real life, there's nobody I'm interested in. I think that's what they're trying to say. They want to they want to meet new people to date. They're not interested in the people they've known already. Mm-hmm. Like, that's what they mean by old, which is kind of rude, but okay. okay. Yeah, okay. As far as people I know in real life go, there's nobody I'm interested in. Again, that doesn't make sense. Stop it. I only even considered him because my mother, who works at the same place, suggested we might be a good match because we have a lot in common. I'd really like to not be such a nervous wreck. Maybe be avail- or be able to maintain eye contact and not feel like I'm going to have a heart attack when I see him. Any advice? Vice. Signed. Cold feet crushing. Well, Besides the fact that I really struggled with reading some of that <laughs> and understanding it, I do feel like there's a it. what we should have done a better job of editing it. Yeah, um, I think there's things in that I don't remember. Oh wait, you said you rewrote one of them. Is this the one you rewrote? No, because... it's the first. It's the one I read. Okay, because I was gonna say I feel like there are things that I don't remember from the original question. No, no, but I um, the first one. Okay. So I don't know, because there's a lot to unpack here. Like, 
I wasn't interested until my mom told me I should be interested. But now I'm so interested, I can't even look at him. And, um... Is there sort of a factory or fast food setting here? Like, yeah, right? I think... Like, I, multiple I think generations kind of, working at the same place? Yeah, or, like, maybe, like, a, like a big box store or something oh, yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, something like that, yeah. Yeah. Um... But they now say that they're really, they really like him. But maybe, maybe it was something like, like I kind of noticed him from afar, but I would never really go there. And then my mom was like, I work with this guy and I think you guys would be great together. And then like, oh shit, it opened my eyes to this guy. And now I'm really, like, I really like him and I can't like have a conversation because I'm too tongue tied. Oh, that would have been a good sign up too. Something about tongue tied. Oh yeah. Now we think of but it. not with him. I don't know. Um, something about French kissing. I know, I was trying to think of <laughs> French kissing, too. <laughs> Tongue-tied. Anyway. Little, yeah. Uh, I also, I will say this. I don't think there were ages involved at all. I feel like this person is very young. Me too. Yeah. I don't think that you, uh, depending on how old this, old per- this person is, I feel like you don't get Eventually, you get more self-assured, mm-hmm. and you're not this, like, I can't even look at him without blushing and stammering. Mm-hmm. You grow out of that. Well, even... And then... I'm sorry, go ahead. Sorry, finish No, you sentence. go. No, no, you no. do it. Oh, my do gosh. It. No, I keep jumping on your sentences. Young lady, finish your sentence. I think it's because you're not looking at me in the camera, so you can't see when I'm still talking. I'm We're reverting you. back. Miss Pretty, I'm looking at you, all right? Um... But I, uh, I was going to say, oh, you grow out of that stammering uncomfortableness that you have as a teenager, mm. eventually. Well, and I also... Stop interrupting me! <laughs> no, it's probably better that you interrupted, because what I was going to say is probably going to come off as mean, and it's not meant that way. But, like, it kind of doesn't matter at that age, frankly. Like, the odds of this person being the person you end up with and live with the rest of your life are fairly low, and that's the point of teenage and young 20s and young adult dating to help you navigate this and grow so to help you form these connections later. But her mother says that this could be the one. (laughs) And I also don't want to say that, like, that... That because this isn't going to be a long term, this doesn't matter. Like, obviously, it's distressing and embarrassing and difficult to deal with. So it's very valid. Yeah. No. I just don't want you to put all that weight on it. I don't want you to think that this is the person you're going to marry and be with for the rest of your life. And you're fucking it up right now because you can't. Because you get so nervous, you can't maintain a conversation. Yeah. And I'd actually kind of like to take the ageism out of this. Because I feel yeah. like at any age, it really depends on experience. Or if you've been out for of the sure. game for like a year. or, or Yes, like, I can't imagine. Yeah, so there, there is like experience and, and even like talking in public. It's, I get a lot of anxiety talking in public. But if I do it over and over and over again, it's fine. Yeah. I get used to it. I have less anxiety. Go more off the cuff, so it's oh it, it is about experience, not necessarily age. Oh no, because you can be a f- no. I just had a bad idea, but it's great. You finish, and I'll. <laughs> I'm so excited about it. It's experience. so bad, ridiculous. 
But you could. Now I lost what I've. You could be 40 years old and have 100%. limited experience and still have that sort of response to a new crush. That's true. Yeah. That's so, true. You're right. I mean, I made that assumption that it felt young, but you're really right. It's about experience and not necessarily about mm-hmm. age. Immediate experience. You can be out of the game for a couple of years or a year and and fall right back to like the teenage. Like, oh my God, yeah. I don't know what would happen. I've like, been I can't make eye contact years. with this guy. I don't know how to make eye contact with him. Yeah. Like, yeah. I can no, see like, that. I've, I been with, I've been with Chase for 10 years and every once in a while you're like, Oh, I kind of miss dating. And then you like go out with some no. friends and you meet them. And you're like, fuck, no, I'm so glad I don't have to deal with this shit anymore. Yeah. And um, so my bad, my bad great idea is um, to help get over that, just to get more experience. And so like, that's what I feel like dating is for in general, in general, I think, oh, this is going to sound so old fashioned and stupid, but I feel like there's a difference between dating and courting. Like, mm-hmm. people don't use the word courting anymore. But you can date for fun. Yes. And you're not trying to find your life partner. And so I hate when people are like, if you're not, like, looking for who you're going to spend the rest of your life with, what's the point of dating? And I'm like, well, dating is fun, and it helps build social mm-hmm. skills that you can use later. There's a difference between dating and courting. Fran Drescher. <laughs> Fran Drescher. <laughs> I think the Rosie O'Donnell show. Okay. Is that the is that her name? I thought that was the name of the character. No, Fran Drescher is her name. What was her name in the nanny? Was it Fran Drescher's Fran well? was something she else? It was Fran oh, okay, else. okay. Yeah. You got it. Got it. <laughs> Fran Drescher, who's like on her third marriage, uh, said that people come with your life. Oh, gosh, what's the quote? She said, people come to your life for a short or a long period, but you still... No, 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 I got to Google it. Just a minute. I'm, I'm looking it up right now. Okay, okay, Google it. Because it's such quote. a good quote. It's like people... Sometimes people come to your life for a season and other times for a lifetime. If we don't empower ourselves with knowledge, then we're going to be, gonna be led down a garden path. Is that the one you were thinking of? Kind of, I think. It does it say it's that Fran Drescher said it. It says fifty Fran Drescher quotes to inspire you. Okay, I think yes. that might be it then. Okay, so people come into your yeah. life for a season or for a lifetime, and if you don't have the knowledge to recognize the difference, then you then you're uh, yeah, not yeah, going to okay, find see, see, it. Yeah. Basically, yeah. is what that's she's it, saying. I think. Okay. Yeah. So a Fran Drescher quote. Dot dot dot. Nice. I yeah. love that. Right. I love, no, we're going to include it. Um. Yeah. So what I was going to say about experience, and especially right now with COVID, is everyone fucking makes fun of so badly speed dating. Mm-hmm. But especially digital speed dating right now could really help oh, you. I'm totally with all about this. I having, do that. Sorry, yes, like having conversation, like quick conversations and helping you get out of that awkwardness um, of not knowing what mm-hmm. to say. Like, speed dating can help with that sort of thing. Oh, yeah. my God. I just came out on the side of speed dating, and I don't know what to do with myself about it. We should host a speed dating event. Oh, my God. <laughs> we should host a speed dating event. 
Oh, yes. I love that idea. I um, think what but, we're saying to the letter writer, though, is that it, it's just a thing. Like, she already approached him. Yes. She's like, hey, you did. You, you asked him out? already. Good for you. Yeah, go ahead and ignore him at work. That's okay. I mean, you want to feel it's. It, 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 but you can develop a relationship outside of the work. Go out on a date. Yes. Like, whatever. I also it's all about say, exposure. I think. Experience. Yeah, I don't think people care if you're like, hey, here's the thing. Like, I haven't been on a date in a while and I'm a little bit nervous. I think people understand that. Mm-hmm. So you can be honest about that, uh, too, which I think might help. Other, Like, if you're really worried about looking like a stuttering, stuttering idiot or something like that. Uh, like, I think people, I, I hope people give more grace than that. Oh, Especially if I you can be do. open and honest and... What's the word? I don't. I think like we're our putting own it all worst out enemies. There. Like we are the yes. worst judges of ourselves, and other people are I like, agree. "Hey, you're fine. What's going on?" Like it's not 100%. always twenty-year-olds potential models. As someone who's been watching a lot of America's Next Top Model, judging you, <laughs> yes. right? It's not. Yeah. <laughs> oh, do you hear that? That's the cat. Yeah. Ready for food? <laughs> we're kicking it. We are. We're doing great. Have to pee again. Except I just, I just told somebody to go to speed dating. <laughs> hey, it's Kim, and I just wanted to tell you about Surfside Sips straws. Jennifer and I love them. We use them all the time. Sometimes you can even hear them clinking against our glasses in the background. Surfside Sips is a family-owned business. They hand make these straws to order. There are so many different colors and different sizes. Um, I got some obsidian straws recently. They are amazing. The bottle blue is gorgeous as well. And I just got the transparent pink uh, straw Thulu. Mwah! That was a chef's kiss. You can't see me. You missed the hand motion. Just imagine it. They are so cool. They're also washable. They're super strong. You don't have to worry about breaking them. And they are sustainable. So, Check them out at their website, surfsidesips.com. And if you use our coupon code, which is inebriated input, all one word, you'll get 20% off your order. Anyway. Um, do we want to do a, that last question we need to do yeah, for the let's episode? Do, let's go ahead and do that. I okay. fucking love it so much. And which then I'm one, edit which question is so it? I'm sorry. Which one? The very last one. The very uh, last. Okay. Oh, it's this one. Okay. <laughs> it's so ridiculous. <laughs> Do I even have a sign-off? I have to think of a sign-off. Here we go. I got one already. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay, that works. All right. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I love a pun. <laughs> it came out of that, like, just like that. Like, yes. anyway. Those are the best. All right. <clears throat> My parents bought their house in 2005 in a newly built neighborhood. In front of every house were two seven to eight foot trees. Fast forward 16 years and those trees are now standing at about 20 feet. They. You missed the or. Yeah. Or they were before. Oh, okay. I see. Sorry. I'm like, (laughs) or comma, they were before. Yeah. Okay. Fast forward 16 years and those trees are now standing at about 20 feet. Or they were before HOA Karen decided they needed to be cut down to fix a bump in the sidewalk. 
We were not given a warning or anything before we were woken up a few days ago to the sound of a chainsaw and the trees gone. My mom was crying and my dad, brother, and I were extremely pissed. The bump isn't even noticeable. You literally don't need to cut the trees down to fix it. In fact, a larger bump down the street in the same neighborhood was fixed without the trees being taken out. I know the exact person who decided the trees had to be cut. In fact, it was one of my mother's good friends. Needless to say, she is no longer her friend. How can I get back at this bitch, capital B, for ruining (laughs) our view and stealing emotional damage to our family and lowering our house's value drastically? I'm not super knowledgeable about the law. Sounds like it. So any advice (laughs) is greatly appreciated. Signed, get out and leaf already. Um, I just really love that this is someone like specifically writing, asking for advice on how to get revenge on somebody over something, which I understand like it's awful, but it's also like ridiculous. The pettiest of the petty. Yeah. Like, I mean, I would be mad too, for sure. But I also like that this kid, because I'm assuming he's probably like 18 or 20. Um, right, right. <laughs> is uh, he's like it took down the value of my parents' house. Like, <laughs> right now, it come on, come on. Um, but I mean, I also would be upset. Like we've got two big trees in our backyard, and we love them. And I would be upset if someone like cut those yes. down without even giving me a warning. But I don't think they could have cut these down without any warning. Mm-hmm. That's not right. how property works. They and get if a they letter did, and, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like an HOA letter and stuff like that. Like, if they did, I don't know. I don't live with someplace with an HOA, you know? I don't really get it. But I feel like they still, they have rules and they can fine you for violating the rules, but I don't think they can come onto your property and cut down your trees yeah. without it's your a, permission. I'm pretty sure it's an actual, like, board of people who make that mm-hmm. decision and then a letter is sent out and then you have the chance to come back and say hey no let's argue this or whatever unless so it's like, like really... a, an emergency petition or something but yeah, there's really a group of people who, ta- with... who do this right i really have a hard time with the, my parents were given no warning i mean i'm not saying everyone talks about how awful hoas are yeah so maybe but Well, and I live in the city, and so do you. And if the city says, hey, these trees are a danger, they aren't going to give you a warning. They're just going to come through and cut pieces of them or take them down. Like, if they determine they're a danger, they're going to cut them down. And there's really nothing you can do about it. And that's part of living in a society. It's like you've given some of those rights, those property rights, off to the tax collectors. Right, right. And I mean, I, most of the time it usually is just like branches and stuff around electrical lines and things like that. Yeah. But No, so in Lansing, we had a snowstorm a little ways back. Mm-hmm. A big snowstorm that took out like the entire city um, electricity. I remember this. Yeah. And they came through the season after and just mutilated trees. Like they should have just, tor- they should have just taken them all down. They just oh. mutilated trees. And people were really up in arms about it. And there really there really wasn't anything we could do about it. Like, right. They were mutilated at that point. And then... Yeah, it's already done. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, it's already done. Yeah, there's not a lot. And, like, is revenge going to really do anything for you? 
it might make you feel better for a little bit. It's going to make yeah. it harder, like worse in the community. I do have a solution here. Okay. I have a, a, a solution. Yes, I do. Run for HOA. If you yeah. don't like the decisions they're making, run for the local community governments and have some input that way. Like use democracy. Yes. You're, you can't fix what's going to happen and you can't, you know, go over to Karen's property and tear down her trees it's, or throw eggs at her door or whatever oh, kind I was of revenge gonna, I was going to say, like, go ahead and TP them, but. <laughs> well, I, yeah, I, I would say no, <laughs> but, uh, yeah. It's, it's a pretty harmless prank, except for right now when people are still smarting over the loss of toilet paper yeah, last year. Yeah, that, that's a, that's an investment to TP your neighbor now. It is. Um. <laughs> I've only been TPing one time in my life. And I was like in seventh or eighth grade and an adult took me. Like oh, I was at a party. Yes. It was a party at the neighbors. Oh, it was like Ricky's house or her mm-hmm. Halloween party. And her mom was like, every, her mom's friend was over. And her mom's friend was like, every time I drive past this house, I want to TP it. Who wants to go? And we were like, yeah, let's do it. So it was like. <laughs> 13-year-olds and, like, a 30-year-old teepeeing this house. <laughs> yeah. Toilet paper really isn't that, you know, there isn't a lot of damage with toilet paper. Right. Plus, it decomposes pretty easily. Exactly. It's a pretty oh. harmless one. Yeah. It's a little annoying, but it's not a big deal. Mm. Eggs, other than can destroy, being eggs can destroy, like, paint jobs and stuff. So yeah. You kind of have to so be careful can with eggs. Bologna. Bologna? Really? Apparently. Oh, God. Disclaimer, don't do this, people. I've read online that if you put bologna, like, on cars in the sun, I think it's bologna, it can take the paint off the car mm. where it was sitting. Like, with the, the sun reaction on it, it'll, like, take that paint off. What if I eat a lot of bologna and then put my naked self on my car in the sun? It sounds like you're going to get a sunburn. Would that hurt the, the paint job, though? I mean, is your skin turning into bologna in this situation? <laughs> Maybe. Or? I feel like I'm, I'm, at least, uh, I'm at least a fifth bologna at that point. Got it. Got it. Unfortunately, I think all of that, that fifth is all internal space and organs that are probably gone at this point in time from eating so much bologna. And I just want a reason to lay on, a scientific reason to lay on my car naked. <laughs> Got it. Maybe that's what I I'm mean, I for. can give you a non-scientific reason to lay on your car naked, and it's that you you want to do it so just go do it yeah Wait i think my spring. neighbors my neighbors with the two kids might have a problem with that though. you can open your gate up and pull into your backyard with your privacy fence and then do whatever you want <clears throat> people in, yeah you can still see in my backyard <laughs> oh. so i can't i can't i can drive someplace secluded and then do that. And you I don't can. even have to eat bologna. And you know what? You can even <laughs> not, you don't even necessarily have to go someplace secluded. You could find a local nudist colony or beach. It's a, could, there's a local nudist colony or beach in my, in my area. I'm sure there's What's some sort of something local? in your area. Probably our beach since you're right in the middle of the state. You have to drive yeah. to the edge uh, in Colorado, it's legal to not wear a shirt or a bra for women. I can go around topless if I want. Really? Pretty sure. Because that pissed me off so much when I was growing I, off, and I, I agree. growing off, growing up, and I had to, <laughs> and I had to start wearing a shirt because I, I was getting boobs. And I'm like, everybody, this fat guy 
excuse me, not to fat shame anybody, but this fat guy has more boobs than I do, and he gets to walk around. Right. Uh, Yeah, so I'm pretty sure that that's legal here. Um, Yeah. I've never you should try it, just in case that. you but should try yeah, it to if, test if it. If you come and visit, we can go do that together. Oh, Moral that'd be support. so funny. That'd be so. But I gotta, I gotta do my um, karate Nintendo game a little bit more. <laughs> Same. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, we got really off topic. Yeah, I feel surprise, like surprise. Well, I think um, it was a quick answer. It's really what it was. It's there's like, really don't, nothing don't, you can do. Go, don't go for vengeance. Don't go for vengeance. Run for it. Run for it. Or even even if you don't want to run, like, make a petition and have everyone in your, yes. go around your neighbors and see if they'll sign it. Like, just get Participate. involved. Participate. Participate, yes. And get yeah. involved. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was so easy. That was, that was really kind of easy. But I also really it. enjoy the fact that you specifically wrote asking for ways to get revenge on somebody. Like, <laughs> yes. <laughs> How do I get revenge? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You don't. We live in we live in a society that does not try to give vengeance. It's not the Wild West anymore. Nope. Supposedly. I mean, like, here's the thing. You can also look into it and see, make sure everything was on the up and up. If it yeah, wasn't, then absolutely. you might have other options. I mean, might, I feel like it probably small is. Sport. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, unless it was, like, this woman hiring somebody to go on somebody else's property with her own money to cut down their trees, which I don't yeah. think is pretty likely, but like, yeah, I they suppose have that vengeance. right to do it. Yeah. I suppose and that's I, one solution is to look at small claims court and see if, yeah. he, if he has any, but, but I also yeah. understand being like super frustrated and being like, here's the deal. There was something similar that happened in the neighborhood that they didn't do this. Yeah. And here, the other thing is, like, you don't really know. Sorry, kid. Your parents, I'm sure, don't involve you in every single discussion about their property. And maybe someone came out and looked and was like, actually, it's like the main, like, water-seeking route for this tree. Don't know anything about how tree roots work. But, <laughs> but we can't cut this or the trees will die. So we might as well just cut down. Like, like And then the other one was just like a, a support uh root or something so yeah. it wasn't like crucial to the tree living and that's why yeah. they were able to make that change before you don't you don't know how trees work i mean i don't i'm assuming you probably don't either kid yeah 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 uh yeah i think i think he's got some options but otherwise part of it is just to like it's a it's a tree i love trees but trees too. are trees it's not the end of the world it really just isn't like a plant new ones yeah It'll be making a family. Do it. Do it on Earth Day. Plant do trees. Do it on Earth Day and send a picture to Karen Hoa, H O A. Yes. Karen Hoa, H O A. Yeah. And just be like, "Thanks for giving us a family activity, you stupid mm-hmm. bitch." Like <laughs> with a capital B. Thank you so much for listening to Inebriated Input. I'm Kim. And I'm Jennifer. If you enjoyed the podcast, please rate and review us. So other people can find us. If you didn't, then bugger off. JK, we like constructive feedback. Feel free to tell us. <laughs> and please, 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 please send us your questions at inebriated.input at gmail.com. We can't make the podcast without your questions. And we promise that we will keep your name out of it. <laughs> okay. You can also submit questions and learn more at inebriatedinput.com. 
If you want, you can also sponsor us on Patreon where we have cool swag as thank yous. Okay. okay. Thanks. thanks. Bye. 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 bye.